0: I promise you I won't keep you late. I have Christmas dinner waiting. I want to welcome each and every one of you to the service today, and uh, I can agree with Ivan. You push it off as long as you can, but then all once you realize it's not about me, it's about God. It's about reading God's Word and seeing what God has for me and wants me to share. I didn't get the title in the bulletin, but I want to share this morning on The title message is, A Gift, The Gift. And hopefully everyone had a good time yesterday. And I think over the years, you know how many times we gather with family and friends and how good times we have just sharing with in-laws and siblings. And that is a blessing that we do not want to lose. And my thought went back as a young child. I couldn't wait till Christmas morning. I couldn't wait till we could open those gifts That were stacked around the wall. And mom always had a tough time getting me to go to bed at Christmas Eve. Because I couldn't wait till the morning that we can open gifts. And the next morning came and dad and the rest went out in the barn to do their chores. And I was up early. I lay there in front of these gifts. And I felt them. I lay beside them. I shook them. (laughs) I held them upside down. I was trying to figure out what is inside these gifts. I was all excited when they came in from the barn. Then I would asked Mom, "Can we open our gifts now?" He said, "No, not till after breakfast." Okay. So we had breakfast. As soon as we were done, I said, "Can we open them now?" He said, "No, everything's got to be cleaned away." And then finally, the time came to open our gifts. And you know, everyone had their gifts, and we started tearing into the paper and to the cardboard, and we opened one, and then we go on to the next one. And then, after we're done with the last one, we say, is that it? (laughs) And we play with those little gifts for a little bit, but then it was more exciting to play with our siblings' things and the things they got. And by the end of the day, if the toys weren't broken already, it was more fun to play with the boxes. (laughs) But you know, data shows that the average person spends close to $1,000 a piece on Christmas gifts. The next part is what I want to get. They predict that close to $100 billion worth of gifts, or 13.3% of all gifts, will be returned after Christmas. Between 90 and $100 billion worth of gifts will be returned. Why? Maybe they didn't like the color they got. Maybe the size was wrong. Maybe they already had one, didn't want two. Maybe they weren't content with what they had. The lines will be long after Christmas to give back the gifts that people got. You know, gifts here below only satisfy for a time. And then they wear out. I don't want to brag on my shoes, but I got brand new shoes. <laughs> they look nice and new. Yeah, the first time I wore them. But you know, they will wear out. And then I'll have to get new ones again. No, you know, when we give someone money as a gift, it's good for a little bit, then it's going. Then we got to give more. When we give someone an expensive gift, soon it's outdated. And we have to... Have an upgrade, like the phones. We get an expensive phone, and soon we need an upgrade. They wear out. You have to continue giving gifts. But now I want to share with you a gift that God gave. He gave us His Son. He gave us His best. It will never wear out. It always satisfies. His name is Jesus. He's the Almighty One. Alpha and Omega. Advocate. Author and Perfector of our faith. Authority. Bread of Life. Beloved Son of God, Bridegroom, Chief Cornerstone, Deliverer, Faithful and True, The Good Shepherd, The Great High Priest, Head of the Church, Holy serpent, Holy Servant, The I Am, Emmanuel, Indescribable Gift, Judge, King of Kings, Lamb of God, Light of the World. John 8.12 says, I am the Light of the World. Whoever follows me will never walk in darkness, but will have the Light of Life. If we follow him, he's the light of the world. He said, I am the light. If you follow me, you will not be in darkness. Him as Titus shared this morning. We have Jesus within us. We have to go out into the darkness and share the light that is within us. Lion of the tribe of Judah, Lord of all, Mediator, Messiah, Mighty One. One who sets free our hope, peace, prophet, redeemer, risen Lord, rock, sacrifice for our sins, Savior, Son of Man, Son of the Most High, Supreme Creator of all, resurrection and the life, the door, the way, the word, true vine, truth, victorious one, and last, wonderful counselor, mighty God, everlasting Father, and Prince of Peace. Turn with me to Luke 2. I'm going to read the Christmas story in Luke 2. I know we've read it and heard it many times, but I'm going to go through and read Luke 2, the first 20 verses, plus, then I'm going to go back in Matthew 2 and read the first 11. And then I'll bring out a couple points. Luke 2, it says, And it came to pass in those days that there went out a decree from Caesar Augustus that all the world should be taxed. And this taxing was first made when Cyrenus was governor of Syria, and all went to be taxed, every one into his own city. And Joseph also went up from Galilee, out of the city of Nazareth, into Judea, Unto the city of David, which is called Bethlehem, because he was of the house and lineage of David, to be taxed with Mary, his espoused wife, being great with child. And so it was that while they were there, the days were accomplished that she should be delivered. And she brought forth her firstborn son, and wrapped him in swathing clothes, and laid him in a manger, because there was no room for them in the inn. And there were in the same country shepherds abiding in the field, keeping watch over their flock by night. And lo, the angel of the Lord came. And on earth, peace, good will toward men. And it came to pass that the angels were going away from them into heaven. The shepherds said one to another, Let us now go even unto Bethlehem, and see this thing which is come to pass, which the Lord hath made known unto us. And they came with haste, and found Mary and Joseph and the babe lying in a manger. When they had seen it, they had made known abroad the thing which was told them concerning this child. And all they that heard it wondered at those things which were told them by the shepherds. But Mary kept all these things and pondered them in her heart. And the shepherds returned glorifying and praising God for all the things that they had heard and seen as it was told unto them. Let's turn to Matthew 2 as well. Now, when Jesus was born, starting verse 1. Now, when Jesus was born in Bethlehem of Judea, in the days of Herod the king, behold, there came wise men from the east to Jerusalem saying, Where is he that is born, King of the Jews? For we have seen a star in the east, and are come to worship him. When Herod the king had heard these things, he was troubled in all Jerusalem with him. Verse four, when he had gathered all the chief priests and scribes of the people together, he demanded of them where Christ should be born. And they said unto him, In Bethlehem of Judea, for thus it is written by the prophet, And thou Bethlehem, in the land of Judah, art not the least among the princes of Judah, for out of thee shall come a governor, That shall rule my people Israel.' "'Then Herod, when he had privately called the wise men, "'inquired of them diligently what time the star appeared. "'And he sent them to Bethlehem and said, "'Go and search diligently for the young child. "'And when ye have found him, bring me word again "'that I may come and worship him also.' "'When they had heard the king, they departed, "'and lo, the star which they saw in the east "'went before them till it came and stood over "'where the young child was. "'When they saw the star, they rejoiced "'with exceeding great joy.' And when they were coming to the house, they saw the young child with Mary, his mother, and fell down and worshiped him. And when they had opened their treasures, they presented unto him gifts, gold, and frankincense, and myrrh, as far as I'm going to read. When we go back and see in Luke 2, first couple of verses, what says there that Joseph and Mary came to the inn, they knocked, but they said there's no more room, go somewhere else. And I wondered many times, how are we... In our everyday walk of life. When Jesus comes knocking on our door. And he's looking for a place to stay. But we're so occupied with things of this earth. Is it money? Is it business? Whatever it is, we're, we have no more vacancy for Jesus. Because we're so overtaken with the things here below. We have a focus here on this earth. Joseph and Mary, they wanted a room for the king. And that same king wants to live within us. The question I asked this morning, do we have room for the king in our heart? Are we open, overtaken with the things below? Do we have a focus turned downward instead of upward? Where's our focus this morning? The next one is the baby Jesus in the manger. You know, let's not leave him in the manger. Jesus grew up and he ministered. He healed. He delivered people. He delivered me. And he died upon the cross. This was the purpose of his birth. Let's not let Jesus... Stay in that little manger. His purpose was to come and redeem you and me. Let's be thankful for that this morning. The next point is this, the star. When we see the wise men, they followed the star. It was a big, bright object that they were following. It's shown off as the sun, I believe. It's the brightest star that was out there. That's the the star. That's what they followed. The brightest star that was out there. Who can you think of in your life that was that bright star they followed that star and it moved through the valley, and all once it stopped, and it showed them where Jesus was. who was that star in your life that you saw was closely connected with God, and that certain person shone brighter than anyone else, and you followed him, and that person showed you where Jesus was by his life. We need a lot of stars in our life. God, I believe, is calling us to be that star we have Christ within us. He's calling us to be that star for someone else. That we're so closely connected with God. That we shine bright. That people can see Christ in us by our walk and our talk and life. How closely connected are we with God? Are we shining brighter? Are we shining bright in this dark world? Do we stand out? You know, the wise men use the star as a travel guide. We go on down, we look at the gold and the frankincense and the myrrh. You know, the wise men offered their best. When they were traveling, they, they used that star as a travel guide. And when they went to look for the king, what did they go to? They went to the palace. Because kings should be in palaces. But where was he? He was in the stable. Do you think the wise men were disappointed when they followed the star and it stopped above a barn? They were like, we're going to see the king. We're going to the palace. But then it's, the star stopped and it was above a stable. But they had the, their gifts with them. <laughs> They went into that stable and they found Jesus. Do they think they thought in this stable is damp and it's dirty. Do we want to give our best? Let's hold our best back. But it says that in that stable, they gave their best. They worshiped. They brought gold, frankincense, and myrrh. You know, we go through life and we hit the palace sometimes. We're on top of the mountain. But when do we have our best worship? Isn't it sometimes when we're in the stable and have the stable experience? We're going through the hardest time in our life, and we search for God, and he takes us to the stable, the lowest part of our life, where it's cold, and we think that no one cares about us. We go through those valleys in our lives. We end up having a stable experience, I like to call it. But it says there that they brought their best. In the stable, they had their best worship. You know, even sometimes when we're in that stable, sometimes we think that we're all alone, but God wants us to pour everything out to Him, not hold anything back. He wants our best, but sometimes it's easier to connect with God when we go in that stable experience than when it is when we're on the palace, in the palace, when we're on the mountaintop, and everything is going well. We like to bring glory and honor to ourselves, but He wants us to call upon Him, and that's why sometimes He puts us in that stable I know I've been in that stable already. Now who is that star that showed you where Jesus was? Who is that star that you are following that is so closely connected with God that has showed you where Jesus is? He's calling all of us, I believe, to be stars and showing others the way. Second Corinthians 9.15 says like this, Thanks be unto God for His unspeakable gift. Unspeakable means not able to mutter, not able to say anything. Thanks be unto God for his son. His son was willing to die for us. Willing to be born. Willing to die. I'd like to share one more story out here in closing. And it is of the the old shoemaker. Maybe some of you know it already. But I'd like to share it this morning. Talking about love. And if we have Christ in us. Then we have the love of God within us. And we show love to others. The story goes of an older man. that I believe it was in Russia. And uh, he was an old shoemaker. And one Christmas Eve he... said, you know, if Christ was born tomorrow, I know exactly what I'd give him. I'd give him the best pair of shoes I got. And that evening, when I went to bed, he had a vision. And uh, God came to him in that vision and said, you watch the window tomorrow. I'm going to pass by. So the next morning, this old gentleman, I think his name was Frank, or Martin, sat at the window. He got everything ready. He got the fireplace, got got the heat rolling and was sipping coffee and sitting by the window and it was snowing outside. And all at once, the old street sweeper came through and he was cold, he was blowing his hands. And he walked over to the door and said, come on in, warm yourself up, drink some coffee. And he came in and he warmed himself up, drank a cup of coffee, went back and went on his way. A little later on, a couple hours later, an older lady came through and didn't have much clothes on and was carrying a baby. And uh, saw she was pale and thin, he went outside and said, come on in. So So she went inside and... He gave her something to eat, gave the baby something to drink, and said, your poor child doesn't have any shoes. He said, I have a little pair right here that will fit her feet, and gave her those little shoes that he had was keeping for Jesus. And the day went on, all once it was time for supper, and the darkness came, and he went to bed again. Once again, he had a vision. He said, Jesus, you said you'll show up today, and you never showed up. He said, yes, I did. And all those people that you helped today, That was me. If you've done it unto the least of these, you've done it unto me. I just want to share that this Christmas time. If you see people in need, reach out. Help them. That is sharing the love of Jesus. That is sharing what lays upon your heart. Help those that are worried, maybe have a down time in their life. Reach out with a word of encouragement. It's not always these gifts that are wrapped in fancy paper with a nice bow on top. But it's the little things that we so many times remember. The little deeds that people do for us. But let's remember, let's be so closely connected with God that we can be a star that guides someone to Jesus. Let's bow you forward a prayer. Heavenly Father, as we come before you this morning, Lord, we thank you so much for the many promises that you've given us in the Word and the Scripture. And Lord, I just ask that you would be with each and every one of us in here today, that we can be that star, that bright star, Lord, that can lead someone to you. Lord, may we be so closely connected with you, Lord, that as we read the scriptures, that we shine bright and that people ask us what is within you and that we can share with them what you've done for us through your son, Jesus. Father, we just ask that as we go forth, that we don't, we don't just fall before you on Sundays, but Lord, that we fall before you every day. Father, we just commit this day to you. Guide and direct us through our lives, Father. Thank you for the sacrifice. Thank you for the birth, and most of all, Lord, we thank you for your love. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. So we'll uh, we'll open the service. Uh, if there's anyone that would like to uh, get, make any response to the uh, to what you've heard this morning, put up your hand, and the microphone will be brought to you. Thank uh, thank God for the Christmas challenges that have been brought this morning, and for uh, the shoe stories that uh, Myron gave us. Uh, is there anyone that would like to? Uh, make any response this morning.